2: Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni and along with my colleague Sue Tab, we're thrilled to talk with April Martin. April's an author, an illustrator, a teacher, and a mom of two who, while teaching her first grade class in 2008, discovered there were not many books to teach her students about the months of the year. That's where her very own name gave her an idea for the Calendar Kids book series. April realized that she could create characters
3: named after the months of the year that her students could know and love. In 2021, her vision became a reality when her first book, Meet January, was published. And then last year, she introduced two more with Meet February and Meet June. She is currently working. Working on the rest of the series as we speak. Good morning, April, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so excited to talk to you. So, first, tell us a little bit more about yourself. We know that you're a teacher. Where are you from? Did you always want to be an educator? Give us just a little bit of background.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm from Florida. And I ended up marrying into the military. So most of my time over the past 15 years has been moving all over the place. And it was when I was in college, I ended up with a different degree, but I became a teacher's assistant. And that is when I realized that I wanted to become an educator. And so I ended up working for the same school in first grade and fell in love with it. Mm.
2: So, April, let's talk about how and when you created these amazing books or when the idea came to you. You realized there were no kids' books for the months of the year. Tell us about the moment you realized it and then decided, this is what I want to do. I want to create these books.
0: So, like I mentioned, all the way back in 2008 is when that idea kind of sprouted. It um, started with just me sketching out on this little notepad all these different characters, and I jotted down what the little synopsis could be for the month, and I even included a pet that could go with that. It was about 10 years before I realized that this was what I wanted to make reality. I had no idea like how to get started and publishing. It just felt... So daunting. So I really just put myself out there and announced it to all of my friends. I'm going to publish a book. I have a great idea. (laughs) Um, I am going to do this. And then another three years went by (laughs) before I actually made it happen. So April, did you self-publish or did you get a publisher? I decided to self-publish because I knew how long it was going to take to get an agent, and then pitch the idea, and then go through all of the process. Um, I actually spoke with uh, one of the top five publishers back in 2021, and they they even let me know that, you know, this will take several years to get out there. But my children um, at the time were in kindergarten and second grade, and I just knew I wanted to make this happen much quicker. I wanted them to be able to be the age that I... Um, one of these books to be for. So I went ahead and just got started on it and took the risk and decided to um, bring every little aspect of the series to life that from you know all the original ideas, bring that out and get it on paper.
3: (laughs) But April, you said that you sketched the characters. Are you, so you illustrated, did all your own illustrations for the book and how did
0: you, like, do you have an art background? So I do not have an art background, but I have always been very creative. Um, I've always loved to do crafts. I've done um, photography before. I've been able to paint. I love painting. Um, but I've never like tried to sell it or do it as a business or anything like that. Um, and I but I really feel like what helped me become my own illustrator was that during covid I think all of the creatives kind of came out and they made these wonderful tutorials on youtube and it wasn't until I started finding those very specific tutorials uh, that I realized I could do this, I could actually make this happen. So I practiced for about three years. I started with some tutorials and trying to teach myself, but it wasn't really until that 2020 timeframe where I started finding the ones that made everything click. And um, then I went and I studied illustrations and looked at the very specific parts that made them interesting. And I tried to incorporate that into my own illustration. Um, I tried to learn, you know, what it is, what is it that makes the pictures interesting for children, and just added all those little fine details. So, from start
2: to finish, how long does it take you to write and illustrate one book? Um, I seem
0: to be hitting about the five to six month mark. mark. Wow. <laughs> um, it's a, at least six weeks of every day illustrating. So wow. it's about, wow. you know, my the entire time my kids are at school, I'm drawing. Oh my God.
2: Wow. That's a, that's so amazing to me. And I, I want to know more about the process. So you, you come up with the idea, you have an idea for the characters and the books. What can you share about some of the behind the scenes details about self publishing, you know, from start to finish again, what's the process like for anybody listening that has no idea where to start?
0: Yeah, so um, I my, I have two different versions to share, I guess. My very first book, I didn't share with anybody. Like, I was too afraid of sharing with the wrong person, and they picked my idea and ran with it, you know. So I kept that very first book to myself. Um, I had a very small team of editors, so I wrote that book very quickly because I had the idea in my mind for 13 years <laughs> Um, That one came out, I got it edited, and then um, I took the the time to draw the illustrations, um, and then I learned how to use this program called InDesign, and that book is where, or that's where you would type your book in and then add the illustrations. And then I actually used KDP, which is through Amazon, and that's how I published the paperback. But with the hardcovers, I actually use an offset printer. Um, So I send the files to them and I pay up front for those. So it can be very expensive. Um, For the other books, though, now I kind of have a team. And um, we work on, you know, going back and forth on how to kind of change some parts of the story so it's worded better. I've got a couple editors who um, help me the story, and then I actually have um, a full schedule on my Google Calendar for myself to keep uh, myself on track, and that schedule is how I know, like, what illustration to draw, um, what activity is going to come up for that day. That way, I don't get too far behind, and yeah, that's um, something I, I was
3: I was going to ask you about um, April not to interrupt you I'm sorry but I was going to ask you about that because I think that's a huge challenge I'm trying to write a book now with a, a, another yeah. colleague of mine and I feel like you have to be really disciplined about you protecting do. that time that you have set aside for writing or um, drawing because a lot of writers have other jobs as well and yeah um, they're doing this either on the side or whatever and is that
0: one of the biggest challenges? So I would say yes. Um, I'm Thankfully, I have um, a husband who's supportive of me. I've actually switched from full-time teaching to uh, now I'm just a substitute teacher. So thankfully, I do have uh, the full day available unless I choose to go and sub. Um, but I do think that creating that schedule for yourself and making those blocks of time Available is super important. It was actually my hairdresser back in Tampa who wow. <laughs> told me. She's a comedian, hairdresser, mom. Um, she wrote a book too, and she told me she would wake up at four a.m. and some from four to six would be her writing time. Wow. Um, and that's when it kind of clicked for me that like if I want this to happen. I have to schedule the time and make it happen. If you're just tuning
3: in, thanks for being here. You're listening to our Exceptional Women podcast here on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and along with Kendra Petroni, we're talking with author April Martin. After discovering there were no books to teach kids about the months of the year, she created the Calendar Kid book series. Let's get back to our conversation. So, April,
2: my kids love these books. We have meet January, <laughs> we have meet February, we have meet June, and 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 my son, Jake, has been hounding me. He knew that we were going to have you on the show. And he said, you have to ask her, when are the rest coming? He he enjoys them so much. What updates can you give us for the rest of the Calendar Kids series? I know you're working on them, but what can you tell us?
0: So my plan is to publish another three books this year. That's pretty ambitious. (laughs) I think I'm going to, instead of publishing them as soon as I'm done, I'm going to hold on to them and publish them all right around Christmas. So I plan to publish May, this spring, and then I'm going to work on finalizing the first six months. So I'll have April and March out as well. Um, Long term, I do plan to be finished by 2025. I'm hoping to get done a little bit faster, but I I don't want to sacrifice quality or anything like that. But everyone is so excited for the next books. And so it makes me really excited to try and work on them as fast as possible to get them out for everyone. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) what do you hope april that kids will take away from your books you do such a great job at giving every month such a vibrant and unique character
0: well so i'm a visual learner and i felt like i wanted to make characters that were visually memorable for children um i wanted them to be able to picture the character and kind of recall what events take place just by knowing what they look like Mm. um and that way they could you know easily place their holidays better than just knowing it's happening during this particular month. Um, I know whenever I'm subbing, sometimes I'll ask students just to kind of see what they know or don't know to um, help incorporate that into my book. But I'll ask, hey, when's Father's Day? And they'll be like, I don't know. They don't uh-huh. remember what month it was. So it's my goal for them to, you know, read Meet June and kind of recall that story and remember that's the month that Father's Day is happened here.
3: What do you think your kids think of all of this? I mean, you're, you're a mom yourself. Um, What is their reaction to your books and what is your, what does your family think of your career change?
0: They are all very supportive. Um, They're very excited. My children are funny because when the books come for the first time, (laughs) sometimes they want to sit down and read it right away. And other times they're like, let's read it as a family. My daughter has been refusing to look at any of the process. <laughs> she wants to see the final book and she doesn't want any sneak peeks. How but old are they, by the way? To... My son's in second grade now and my daughter's in fourth grade. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, so they're like kind of, you know, perfect age. Fourth grade is definitely on the upper end. The, the students love seeing me and talking to me about um, what book is coming next. The fourth graders are definitely like, you know, they are so excited every time I sub, they wanna know all the things. But they're you know, as far as the story goes, it's a little young for them. So I want to talk to you about
2: that, about the importance of reading a book, because my kids are right in that same age. And there is nothing to me quite like reading a book, holding a book in your hand and reading it, especially to your kids. And, you know, we're in a world that's surrounded by technology and iPads and people are reading books on iPads. But I want to know from you, from your perspective, why is it so important for kids especially to be reading every single day, reading a book whenever they can at home?
0: I just think that being around literature and words particularly and seeing them is what will help them become a stronger reader, make better connect. Um, I know that when I put my book on the screen, I don't think that um, children are seeing all of the little details like they would if they actually had a book in their hands and were turning, physically turning the pages. Um, I just think it really helps connect them with words and stories and understanding that, you know, words can make stories and they can read cool things and learn new facts. Um, I just love having students and children, um, you know, reading my books and making those connections.
3: April, what keeps you motivated in this journey? Because you're a mom and you have a part-time job and, and now you started this hugely successful venture. How do you stay balanced?
0: That's a good question. Um, So I, when I first began this journey, it did not take me very long to realize that this is not just becoming an author and an illustrator. This is a business. So I've actually been looking at my um, books more as a business um, than just publishing them. So that's kind of what keeps me going. It it is very expensive. I have um, done all of the, you know, business side of things for the entire um, series, but I also plan to expand it in the future. Um, and I think I've, uh, I've kind of been transitioning over to being more of like a businesswoman than um, having it just be my little side gig. So I really have tried to make sure that, um, you know, I am focused on this series as a whole and the brand as a whole as well.
2: You know, a few weeks uh, we were talking on our morning show about people doing a second act and maybe they were in a job for a long time, but they had a passion for something else. And you're doing just that. So what advice would you have for anyone listening right now who, you know, has a passion and and wants to do it in their mind, but is afraid to do it and take action? What advice would you have for them?
0: Just do it. (laughs) Um, You really just have to, I mean, stop making excuses. Because that's what I did for a long time. Um, you know, I was too busy. I was, I was I having these little kids. We were moving again. I, I never set the time aside. And I think if you just take that time, that little block, even if it's half an hour a day, to work on something that you really want to make happen, you just need to do it. I was just talking with a teacher the other day that I work with, and they had mentioned, oh, I have all these books I want to write. And then the other day I walked in and I was like, just. Do it. Yeah. I can help you. Um, it's, it's so worth it. It's been such a fun ride. Yeah.
3: And I think, too, to your point, you know, if you wait for the perfect time, there is no perfect mm-hmm. time. We're all busy. No, There's other things that are yeah. always going to be competing for our attention. So it just takes work and effort. Right. Yep. yeah 100 yeah. percent. <laughs> what is your goal, April, within the next, say, five years? Um, you said that you wanted to, you know, expand the brand. Talk a little bit about maybe what your long term strategy is.
0: So, I have a lot of teachers messaging me almost daily for things to use in the classroom. Um, I do plan to kind of make the calendar kids not just the books, but also tools that teachers can use in the classroom help teach about the month of the year or decorate their classroom for the month of the year. And then I also plan to make uh, maybe like, I'm not quite sure if it'll be a chapter book series, but more for older students, you know, just expand on the series, not just the 12 books, but I'll have additional books as well. I know that you mentioned
2: earlier in our interview, April, that, you know, your, your husband is super supportive of you and your kids seem very supportive of you. Is there... Is there anyone else or anybody specific that comes to mind, if it's not them already, that is inspiring you every day or motivating you every day to push and to keep going? Because, you know, we always need that that team cheering us in the background, right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's 100% all of those messages I get. I get emails thanking me every day. Um, I love this series. This is so useful for my preschoolers or my special needs class, you know, they've got all of these different little uh, avenues I didn't even expect to hear about, but I've actually screenshot a lot of those messages and print them out, and I have them in my office just as a little reminder, especially when things get tough (laughs) or the deadline's approaching or whatever, um, just to remind me, you know, focus on the positive, focus on who is out there that really wants the series to happen.
3: April, you just mentioned an office. Do you have, like, a dedicated writing and working space separate sort of from the rest of your family?
0: Yeah. And um, it was not. (laughs) It was very cluttered. It was kind of the catch-all little. It was my office, but it just had, like, you know, all the kids stuff that you're starting to get rid of. And finally I was like, this has to go. (laughs) I need the space clear and focused and only book related and so now i've got you know it's decorated um with all my little notes and i have my to-do list on the wall with piles and piles of books <laughs> wow. um so it's helped me focus definitely yeah
2: well i will say you know for my kids at least and i i have three kids under the age of 12 and i have, have two boys that are both autistic and they go they they survive every day being on routine and the calendar is a huge part of our daily routine in our house. And I never even thought twice that there were no books about the calendar or there were no kids books to make the calendar fun. And -hmm. when people would ask, you know, what can we, what can we get for your, for Jake and Noah, what are they like? And I would always say a calendar. So my family would always get them cute little cartoon like calendars. So finding you and finding these books is like, I don't know, it's like the mothership calling me and them home. It's just, <laughs> it's so brilliant. And I love it because it's something that kids and I think adults can enjoy as well. So thank you for, for what you're working on and what you're doing.
0: Well, thank you so much for letting me know, um, you know, the ways that your family uses them. It's really, And I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think about how helpful they are in, in that way.
2: No, it is so, wonderful. Um, and and I just want to throw out your website too, so anyone listening can find you. So you can go to calendarkidsbooks.com. We'll put a link up on magic 1067com dot com. And anyone listening can also find April on Instagram and Facebook at the calendar kids. You can get the books on Amazon. Is that the only is that the best place for them to go
0: to purchase the books? I have, I have paperbacks on Amazon and my website. I offer signed copies of the hardcovers and paperbacks. I also just started making uh, Calendar Kids dolls. So we do have the February doll um, on the website as well.
2: Oh, we! I got to look into that. Wow. I got to get on that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Honestly, we wish you continued success with these books. We can't wait to meet the rest of the Calendar Kids. <laughs>
3: Thank you, April. Thank you so much for having me. It was so
0: exciting to be here.
3: Thank you to April Martin for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk with celebrities and CEOs, but we also want to hear from your neighbors, co-workers, and friends who are quietly making an impact out in their communities. Go to magic1067.com, email us if you have someone you'd like us to feature on the show. You can also find us on Instagram. It's at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We love hearing from you and be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.